Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. How are we doing? Let's get this episode on the road. Fuck so, yeah. on this week's episode, we have been to the cinema to watch Happy Death Day to You. Also, uh, something to scream about this week is possible remakes or reboots of movies that we'd like to see get done, or possibly not. But we'll have that discussion. And our movie from the vault this week is none other than Night of the Creeps. I've had a fucking great couple of weeks, mate. Watching Happy Death Day to You almost on Valentine's Day. It's a bit romantic, wasn't it? Mm. Yes, yes, it was a little... It was the day before Valentine's Day, which was nice. A little trip for us. It was good. It was fucking sexy. I didn't do the popcorn trick. Wow. I had salt popcorn, you know. I asked you to, but you know, <clears throat> couldn't do it. But what's been going on, mate? I want some fucking news from you. For some news? Yeah. Oh, some juicy news. So, I've got a couple of bits this week. I don't know about yourself. But first on the agenda is a little update of uh, something we spoke about last episode, which was about Army of the Dead. So, I have I'm since... I'm fucking quivering right now. Go on. Oh, mate, I've since found out some fucking awesome news. And this just... I'm all over it. So, I heard, I've heard of, like, the possible synopsis of what it's going to be about. And it sounds awesome to me. Can I stop you there, then? Okay, yeah. here's my guess. Yeah, go on. Because I remember it from... Uh, I got the year wrong, by the way, last last week, uh, episode. It's 2004. Was it so that long ago? Yeah, that long ago. Oh, God. And when I remember the synopsis being... Was, they mentioned Las Vegas. So hmm. Is there anything to do with that? It is. Fuck yeah, go on, then. So, basically, the, 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 the kind of gist of the story that I can tell from online and stuff is that there has been a zombie outbreak... Um, but it's kind of contained and they put a massive wall around Vegas and the zombies are contained in Vegas, but it's a no-go zone. So basically, obviously in Vegas, there's a shitload of cash. So these zombies have been left behind with all these, you know, Vegas hotels stuffed to the gills with cash and God knows what jewels and all this stuff. And this crack team of, I don't know if they're kind of like dead end beats or whatever they are like a ragtag misfits or whatever but they're gonna break in to the to vegas to get all the money and the jewels and stuff and get out as quick as they can and that's just awesome zombie film heist film sounds awesome to me a zombie heist movie yeah is it set in the same universe as dawn of the dead i have no idea okay i've not not seen anything that there's no no cast nothing has been it's just Zack snyder um and that's all i've seen why the fuck would they need money i don't know but maybe it's not money maybe it's like a kind of like crazy artifact that's in there that they want or something i don't know like fucking indiana jones maybe maybe or maybe it's like a precious jewel that's worth you know billions of dollars maybe we'll get shia Shia labeouf in the movie uh hopefully not (laughs) oh fucking hell okay that's wicked You've made my de- you've made my week even better. Yeah, I, I I'm all over that. I I can't you know can't wait to be honest. It's been it's been a while. A good a good good zombie movie. Um, I think it'll be like hordes of zombies as well. Um, just wait on the cast. So I think the cast will, will tell the story of what is what kind of movie it's going to be. Maybe. Yeah, because they've taken away the sequel for World War Z. They have, yeah. So yeah. that's now off the books. Which I'm a bit gutted about, really. Well, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, I like uh, the first one. I'm happy. I didn't to mind to it. Stick with the first one. Yeah, I didn't mind good. the first one. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, 
couple of other bits. Now the toy fair is on at the moment, and it's kind of a fair where, like, basically it's a massive thing in America where all the toy companies get out their wares and show everybody kind of what's on the cards for the next kind of like foreseeable year or so. Um, and it it's going to be good, mate, because the first thing I saw pop up on my timeline was a really nice NECA um, kind of uh, figure of the Amphibian Man from Shape of Water. It looks amazing. It's, it looks so cool. It's like coming out at the end of uh, this year, apparently. Well, he looks a bit like Swamp Thing, doesn't he? So... Yeah, it's very, very that. Of, of course, that creature feature kind of like nod to all that kind of those times and stuff. But he just... It did, the the actual figure just looks absolutely unbelievable it looks so good so well made so well detailed every little bit of feature on his face and everything they've done Neko have done a brilliant job and they just keep getting better and better with their stuff oh cool it's just insane but the big thing that you're going to go mental over Funko just brought out a new kind of pictures of all the new stuff that's coming out I've so, seen loads of stuff on Instagram yeah it started to come out I've kind of ignored it all because it's been Oh, you don't want to ignore this one. It literally okay. got announced a couple of hours ago, but they're doing Jaws Funkos. Oh, you yeah. know my birthday's in May. Oh, yes. Yes. I want, so I'm going to want them all. There's, at the moment, I've just seen pictures of two different types of Bruce, which is which is pretty cool. One with a canister in his mouth, which looks really cool. And there's Quint uh, and the other two guys, uh, Brody and uh, uh, Hooper. Like all three of them, and they look so cool. And you know, with that, they're not going to make loads and loads and loads. So, if you just want to get the set, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, quite a good I'm little set want, to collect. I'm going to want so. the set. And do you know what would be really cool for Go a Funko? Yeah, be the Lilo. Oh, the yeah, boy. the Lilo kid. <laughs> That's a good shout. You could have a detachable, is it his leg that gets yeah. chopped or something like that, or just half of the Lilo? <laughs> that would be amazing. But yeah, I kind of got a bit of a hard on over it as well because they they bringing out some more alien 40th anniversary ones of ripley and stuff um that looks really really cool we're talking alien yeah we're going to go and be watching alien at the cinema yes on we are. the 2nd of march is it? i cannot wait fucking right i've never seen it at the cinema it was out in what 1979 yeah so yeah. i'm i was born in 81 Mate, it's going to be so nice. I mean, I've ritually watched that so many times a year, but on the big screen, it's going to be awesome. Oh, it's fucking really, buzzing for that, mate. Really good stuff. I've got a couple of bits um, before you do yours, if that's okay. I watched a really good documentary this week on Shudder. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet, uh, but it's uh, Horror Noir, A History of Black Horror. No. Have um, seen it pop up? I've seen it timeline? pop up on yeah. a lot of um, social media. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, it's just a, a really. It's about. It's about ninety minutes long, and it just takes you from the 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 very start, all the way through about just everything kind of black horror and where it started, where it got in the middle, and where it became, and where it is now. And it's really interesting to see um, other people's views on on kind of the horror genres through it, and and it. It's just really, really in, an interesting watch. We're talking can, about black exploitation movies and stuff like that. They do talk touch on that a little bit, but it's more about just horror movies about black people in horror movies. So it starts off with Night Light of the Living Dead and stuff like that. Earlier, earlier. Oh, okay. I don't want to spoil too much for okay. you, but there's loads of interviews on there uh, of from Keith David from The Thing, uh, Ken Four um, from obviously Dawn of the Dead. Jordan Peele's on there, Tony Todd, like loads of people, like just doing interviews, 
um, and um, just talking about their experiences as well and, and and how it's kind of changed over the years. But it's really interesting. They feature films like um, People Under the Stairs. Um, uh, what's the other ones? The kind of, they talk about Get Out a lot, obviously, yeah. and what it's done for cinema. Uh, there's a couple of films that I really, really want to see now because I've seen clips on there. Okay. And I've not seen them. And I won't spoil it because I'll see if you you can watch it and, and get back to me. And oh, see I'll, what, give it, I'll give it a watch this week. See what um, kind of you, you come out of it because there's some great ones we could cover for um, our movie from the vault, which would be quite cool. Um, oh, fucking all over that, mate. Yeah. So it's um, been a crazy, crazy week. And just the last thing, I don't know if you've heard about this, but this this i felt like i should we should talk about it definitely um it's about a guy people out there might know who he is but um called john carl uh beachler and basically he's the guy that did a lot of special effects he's he's a director he's done stuff with reanimator ghoulies from beyond uh, he directed uh friday the 30th new blood um troll cellar dweller um, and it's a really sad story, really. He's been diagnosed with, like, cancer. Um, and there's a GoFundMe page for him. And um, the horror community have come out and have started kind of pushing it quite a lot and on social media and stuff. Because, obviously, in America, you have to pay for a lot of your um, hospital bills and yeah, stuff we like take, that. Yeah, we take the NHS for granted. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah. I just thought it'd be good to get a mention if anybody is kind of online and they see it I've, we've retweeted it it's on our page but it's it's on there it's a gofundme and if people want to donate i think that would be great it's like this guy's given so much to the horror community and let's give something back yeah, I mean, yeah yeah totally so but that's what i got this week mate so yeah what you got i got a couple of bits i mean one of them's quite apt for the um the pod this week actually uh there is a new blu-ray release of night of the creeps um it's coming from scream factory but I mean, I got a copy. Fucking my oh, they're re-releasing it again. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah my Blu-ray yeah. sexy. In fact, this is like, and it cut. This one comes with but this a, is good. a yeah. Tom Atkins eight-inch oh, figure. Fucking it's ace. <laughs> it's got his um, got a shotgun with him. Oh yeah, he's just showing me. You just showing me a picture, and he looks fucking amazing. The box set looks badass, man. I would yeah. definitely recommend like anyone like collector that. Shame we literally just bought it. It's like, necker- like you said, it's necker toys. Oh, no, they're just they're yeah. killing it. They're killing it. Their their designs are getting so much better, mate. It's it's just unbelievable. It's smashing it. Right. Um, this one's fucking cool. So Shudder a- Shudder AMC's network, hmm. um, premium streaming service for thriller, suspense, and horror, announced today. Wow wasn't today it was yeah. like in the week the productions began on the uh, first long form original tv series of creep show so the yeah. production started mate um obviously the series is based on and um, the 1982 anthology written by they... stephen king um and directed by george romero that was like the original one yeah, of course and in front of me now i have a picture of a script oh go on okay you haven't seen this movie yet Okay. Um, we've obviously going to be doing reboots and remakes, and we're not going to be doing sequels. But at some stage, we're going to have to start talking about our favourite sequels, mm. because the original to this I watched this year, uh, last year, mm. and it's fucking ace, and it spawned so much like merchandise. Now the merchandise started to creep out, but there's a script here for Terrifier Two. Oh, I saw this online. Yeah, yeah, I thought of you actually when I saw it. I haven't even seen the first one. Oh, no, mate. I mean, it is. It is a I fucking... do need to watch it. I just. 
I, I just always forget. It is a really, really decent slasher yeah. movie. Man. Yeah, I've been told. I've seen all the people who dress up like him, all the people that buy the t-shirts and merch and stuff. And it does... I, I definitely need to get around to seeing it. Definitely. So, yeah, that's all i got for the new, uh, news. Oh, well, there's one more thing we haven't mentioned, actually. Um, there was a trailer that dropped this, this week for a film called uh, Ma. Mm. And it's got um, oh, Octavia yeah. Spencer yeah, yeah. in it. It looks so weird. Oh it? my god, it looks fucked up, man. It looks proper good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, look out for that one. I think it's coming out in the spring. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a sleeper one. That it just like, like suddenly just sprung it out and onto the social media, and it's like, oh my god, this looks cool. I mean, we've got us as well coming out. It's just so exciting. There's so much horror coming out this year. We're Pet cemeteries around the corner, spoiled. mate. Yeah, we are. We are. And I've got one more thing before we bust a move into Happy Death Day 2. I know you're waiting for us to see what You've we've got. You've got two more things. But okay, carry on. well, I've got, I got one thing in my hand right now that came from the post today. Mm-hmm. I pre ordered this baby about three weeks ago, and we get to watch this at some point. Don't know when we're going to, if we're going to do it in here, but I'm just going to watch it anyway. I've got Climax in my hand. I haven't climaxed in my hand. <laughs> I've got Climax oh, in my hand. Grab the tissues, I'm done. So it's, uh, if for anyone who doesn't know, it was, um, was it premiered at uh, Fright Fest last yeah, year? It's Gas- yeah. We didn't get to see it, unfortunately. No. It's a film by Gaspar No, and he did that fucking horrible, horrible movie, Irreversible. Controversial. Oh, my God. Has. So this one's got a lot of, like, critical acclaim, though. I'm quite buzzing for this. I'm just going to do one thing. I've got to read the one little, you know, the little synopsis of the <laughs> 18 rating. Right. Contains strong threat. Violence, sex references, drug use, misuse, sorry, and very strong language. That you were expecting there to be like titty ripping and stuff like that, weren't you? Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be weird. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, it's gonna be uh, pushing the boundaries. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for... Sure. And one last little bit. Um, our friends from Alicat Graphics have got a fantastic new um, thing VHS box limited to 100 that's gone on sale if they've got any left i'd go and grab one of you we've tweeted it on our uh, twitter account um yeah go and check it out because it looks the bomb well there's definitely only 99 left because i've ordered one (laughs) you bastard (laughs) quick run get one but yeah it looks it looks amazing doesn't it i mean you showed me and we had a look at it and we kind of dribbled a bit um little little bit of little bit of we came out yeah, yeah it is lovely but if you're lucky enough to get one, go get it. Alley Cat Graphics. Right, that's that. Uh, let's um, move on. Go, 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 Charlie. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know Our movie this week is um, Happy Death Day to, to you. you. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do a little bit of an introduction to the movie. So here we have the second Blumhouse movie of the year. With a brief gap, we welcome the sequel to Happy Death Day. And it's called Happy Death Day to You. This movie brings us back with the same director and the same cast for another stab at the slasher genre. With a Grand Hog Day-esque twist, Flower is once again left to die over and over again until she can put the pieces back together. With lots of love for the fresh thinking of the first movie, will this suffer from the dreaded sequel syndrome 
and leave a bitter taste in our mouth like the t- this time of year does. Or get into the hearts of you hopeless romantics out there. Let's find out. Matt. Do you want my initial thoughts? Let's go for your so, initial thoughts and then I'm going to change your mind probably. Okay, well, I walked into this, I'm not going to lie, with a bit of worry. Because when I heard they were doing the next one, I was a bit concerned about how it was going to go, how they were, you know. Because the first one to me was an utter gem. It's a 9 out of 10 for me, that film. Um, absolutely loved, loved, loved it. Um really really something different something new you know proper bringing back the slasher element of stuff and i just didn't i I was not sure where this was gonna go it almost had that feeling of scream yeah yeah you're right yeah it brought that that little bit of of nostalgia out in my heart and it's like oh my god it's like we are watching those old slasher movies and like the slasher movies from the 90s and it had great comedy the characters were really good Everybody loves Tree, and she's just funny and witty, and the dialogue's really cool. Um, and there's just loads and loads of just slasher. It's got a really good twist and the storyline that keeps you engaged. Um, and it had the right amounts of everything for me, that first one. And that's why I loved it so much. Um, so I went, I went into this one uh, open-minded, you know, I'll give anything a try. And initially, I think I come out of this a bit disappointed because I was secretly holding my hopes out high. But in the meantime, with digesting it and thinking about it, I think I actually like it a lot more now because I've got a lot more, a kind of newfound respect for it, that it kind of changed itself from being something from before, where it is like a slasher film, horror film, kind of pigeonholed itself a little bit where this time it kind of swings it around it's, it kind of is what it wants to be where it's it's more le- a lot less of a slasher more of a comedy kind of um time travel kind of it kind of moved the storyline on which was cool and i come out of it a bit disappointed at the start because i think i wanted to see loads of baby face just like on a bit of a killing spree and a bit more but you kind of, i kind of thought well that's what we done in the first one so you know hats off to them in this one because they changed it and they ran with it and they did what they wanted to do with it and I think they were bold and clever with it so I applaud them on that so I didn't like it as much as the first one because the first one was like amazing to me I hadn't seen anything like that for a long time but but I did like this one Oh, fair play, man. That's some yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, that's some good love there. You know, what on I mean? Valentine's I, I, week, mate. Yeah, yeah I feel I, feeling the love. But originally, mate, I I did come out of it. I think I was I was like a bit disappointed. But then when I thought about it more and more, it's his own thing. Do you see what I mean? Do you see what I'm trying to get at? It's yeah, like, it's his own baby. I mean, there were times where. I mean, this is going to be a spoiler podcast. We're, we're, yeah. I ain't going to hold back. I ain't gonna, we ain't going to go into too much detail. Sure, but, sure. If I if I say something, I apologise. So just go, go make sure you've watched the movie before, because <laughs> I just can't bother to hold back. But I mean, how did you feel? I was scratching my head for a lot of it. It was very um, complex, convoluted, and I didn't know what the because I was expecting, like you said, like a proper slasher movie and stuff. Yeah. Like that. I was expecting to concentrate onto that element. Mm. We got a sequel, just you know, I suppose churn over the same sort of thing. But you're right, they went for this weird parallel universe time travel 
it wasn't really time travel was it it was like mm. it was like shifting parallel to parallel universes and stuff yeah, like that different times and that yeah. was kind of like and i was like what the fuck is going on here and it took me a while to figure out it's like what why aren't i seeing her chase the bad guy and then mm. they they throw in like the classic like montage of her killing herself over and over again mm. and i could watch the, the, if they come up with a new wacky ways yeah, to I would do like that to see, i would like to see more of that yeah there, there's some good some good i think bit in, in all she only dies about four times in this one yeah yeah and so maybe they sort of like obviously a lot of people like that element so they just stuff stuff that in more, yeah push the boundaries a bit on that yeah the skydiving bit obviously you saw that a little bit on the um the trailer but yeah. the is a bit cheesy but why not hmm. it's just like because it is just what exactly said it's just it knows what it is yeah it knows that like these movies can be quite cheese on toast, so why not just like go balls deep? It's good, it's good fun. I mean, it was good fun. It was good fun. I mean, th- we were maybe a bit stoic compared to some of the uh, rest of the audience, but the mm. audience that we were, we were with, because um, I think we watched it before opening night, um, and it was sort of fairly packed. I had a few people in there, but yeah. a lot of people laughing at the jokes. Yeah, there was a, like proper belly laughs as well. Yeah, like yeah. people laugh out loud, and and there were some funny bits, definitely. Um, I think there was a, a, a one scene in particular that went on a little bit too long for me, um, which was the blind scene, which was initially funny, but then I was like, this is a little bit too much for me. Do, do you know what me of? bit it's sweet, bit, sickly sweet. Yeah, it reminded me of like a mixture between, so, like ro- those ro- like road trips. Do you remember yeah, road trips? Yeah, totally, yeah. Like so those sorts of American like, Pie, yeah, road trip, that era. Those yeah. sort of wacky no, you're right. um, comedy bits that mm. they sort of stuck in. So like it was mm. almost like a horror porkies Mm. or something like that it had these like oh, s- controversial <laughs> these hol- these stupid like moments you're like this is like a teen teen comedy well, that's why i said like it kind yeah. of flips itself a little bit it kind of steps away from that slasher element because i could have loved to i would have loved to seen babyface all all day killing people you know um or running after them or, and getting killed in different ways but it they kind of stepped away from it a bit and went down the time travel kind of like comedy route like you said um one thing i did really like and i thought that's really clever and it brought the human element and and the serious element was about her mother Uh, because obviously in the first one she has died uh and in these parallel universe she's alive so she has these decisions to make and i thought that was a great move it made it a bit more clever clever writing it made it a bit more intelligent and and it had a bit of like substance I didn't need it. No. Nah, for me, I'm just like. I thought it was quite clever. I, just, I could have done with more stabbing. <laughs> in that, more baby face. Yeah, you're. Right. I could have done a it's bit more stabbing. I'm like, well, well, I, just, I think as a villain, it's brilliant. Yeah, just kill the mum. Just kill her again. That would have been better. If they, if like, she'd been alive, like just kill her off. That's a good. That's yeah. good. That's a good thought because that'd be a nice twist. You could have like, yeah, you could have been like, she could have been like, I'm gonna stay in this universe. And then she stays in there where she's alive, and then she gets killed by Babyface. That yeah. would have been good. Or that she couldn't save her. Yeah. Or something nothing, like that. Yeah. 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 But that was so that was kind of like. Uh, mm. So she's got to make a. So the main point of it is she's got to make a decision between staying with her mum, and it's not her universe. So somebody else is stuck in a shit one, mm. or whatever her version of it, and you know, as with Back to the Future and all those other time troubles, there's always a decision to be made. Mm. To get back to the boyfriend or... Yeah, because there's a lot of, like, she's... In this one, like, Carter has got with Danielle and... I don't know. Some... I'll tell you what... I'll tell you what I did like is um, Ryan. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot more in this one. Yeah. He had a lot more to do in this one. Yeah, lot, he's funny. He's quite funny. Yeah, I'm glad they brought him back. He's quite a good character. Because it originally starts with, uh, major spoilers, it originally starts with him um, going, having the, the, the time flip, the sort of like replay. And you think, oh, are they going to do it in a twist? And it's going to be, it's are we going to be, be watching him, him yeah, repeat yeah, it? Yeah, but they, yeah. But I did worry about that a little bit because I thought, oh, is it I just don't want to see him not... going over yeah. and over again. Because Tree is such a good character. Like, she is really, she keeps you engaged through the whole movie, which is really, really clever, I thought. Gorgeous um, final girl. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a really good final girl. And she's just, I think you just like her because she's witty and funny and she's just, she's a likeable character. And even when she's like, really annoyed and grumpy when she's walking her face is just brilliant you know when she's just had enough she's got the best fucked off face i've ever seen i mean you've got a good <laughs> fucked off face but she's got a great she's got a great uh, she just looks so pissed i know and she sort of joins the ranks of like in the last like 10 years of like make monroe you know, obviously a different make monroe is maybe a different kettle of fish she's mm-hmm. it's more serious sort of that horror but that who's that um Oh, it was the lady from uh, Babysitter. Do you remember her? She's not really oh, a final... Sa- Samara Weaving. Yeah, she's not really yeah, a final yeah. girl, but she was like... She's in quite a lot of horror movies. Yeah, though. different yeah, yeah, kettle of yeah. fish. Like, yeah, she's no, you right. Jean, so, Jean There's Jean this Jean kind of ranks. new breed, isn't there? These up-and-coming girls that are just... Or women, sorry, that are, that are really like appearing in quite a lot of horror genre movies, which is cool. I'll tell you what I want to see. Mm. I want to see the girls from uh, Book of Monsters more and more. You know, yeah, and if yeah. we get to see... we're That's another thing we didn't mention earlier, actually. Oops. Um, sorry, Mr. Spark, but um, of, we, they started on the Blu-ray. I know, I've seen the screenshot of the menu. Yeah. And it looks superb. And apparently there's audio commentaries, like several different ones. Man, we're, we're going to have a, gonna have to do some kind of special on the yeah, Book of Monsters, isn't it? I am, and they've done a lot of like, prom- oh my God, we're going off, on the, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. They, they've done a lot of like pre- um, promotion, a lot of press. They've been going around the world with this movie. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, um, it. it's time for them to get behind the camera soon and do a fucking either a sequel a TV show something with that it's got to be done I movie. reckon when when it, when it comes out on Blu-ray we, we are promoting see how it the fucking hell of that yeah. Man. So yeah I think hopefully it does really really well I mean and they can do that and maybe just maybe if someone's listening out there we can get some kind of a little interview on the go Oh, I'd love to speak to him. Anyway, but yeah, happy <laughs> death day, to happy death day. But it's like I said, it's it's exactly the same cast, it's hmm. exactly the same director. So this a time, I think the, the director well. actually wrote it this time as well. Yeah, so yeah. he wrote and directed it. Um, and we get they chucked a couple of new geeks in there yeah. as well, didn't they? And the principal, oh, they, were and co- stuff they, were, they were kind of cool. But again, it just reminded me of that whole, like I said, American Pie road trip with a maybe bit, a little bit of Big Bang Theory thrown in as well. <laughs> yeah, if you like. Yeah, if you like just because they got yeah they're okay. geeky like and they're into all, all that kind of stuff and they and but yeah um but, but i can compare it to let's, let's compare it so well I'll, before you go on go on i just want to ask you one question and be honest when you answer this did we need another one because this is what i asked myself when i was walking out of the cinema and i, I might have said it to you is that the, the the beautiful thing about the first one is you do not know nothing. You don't know why this is happening. You don't need to know why. This is why it sets itself above uh, beyond every other kind of that that kind of type of movie. You don't need to know why. There is no reason. Doesn't matter. It's a film. It's good, and it's got an ending. And it it was a good little movie. Did we need another one to kind of 
explain why this was going on. Yes, and I'll tell you why. Go for it. Because... Money. No. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, obviously. It, 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 no, go on. It, but there's a, it's a horror movie. It's a slasher movie. It's a teen slasher movie. Mm. There's, there's, if a teen slasher done, done, well, done well for the first mm. one, you've got to have a sequel. Sure. I mean, it's tradition. But it's so different to the first yeah, one. Yeah, but it is still... Which is clever, yeah. which I said before. But it is tradition. Yeah, yeah. You look at, like, the 90s when you've got... I mean, oh, did yeah. we really need a Scream 2 and a Scream 3 and a Scream, and a Scream 4? Of course we did. You know? Because it got bums on seats. So Parker Posey. Mm. <laughs> but, like, whatever. But they, they, they got... It was a great franchise mm. for that time. We, we always need a new franchise because mm. it's tradition no. for the horror movie. No, I get it. Because... Look at Hatchet. I mean, Hatchet didn't obviously have a cinema release so let's take advantage of the fact that one, you know give us one back mm. from that horror from that the horror genre have, have a couple of like chuck a couple of movies out i mean i know what he did last summer mm-hmm. i still know what he did last summer it's sort of the same ilk i still know i still know what he did last summer sucks big hairy ball sack <laughs> okay but you know they did it and they it's but some people love big well, I think some people do, but um, <laughs> it gives us that almost that gravitas. If you had, I know what you did last summer, fairly, fairly decent in the nineties. Not the best in the world, but mm. you know, Simon goes on about you know Sam Michelle Gellar's nipple slip every time he can go for it, but whatever, uh, it wasn't there. So, I think to give it that gravitas, yeah, it needed a sequel. If you just left did it, it need it though. I didn't need it, okay. but I just think the I think it from the horror it, to make it the film needed it to kind of get say, okay, we had a fucking successful because yeah, we had an original babyface yeah. is a great killer and they yes. market it so well and people dress up as him they get the masks and I suppose you're maybe right, they went the wrong mean? route of it maybe he went too intelligent maybe he should have just concentrated on the like Terrifier is probably bound to do um, and probably do it better. I imagine. Um, I think they should have concentrated more on Babyface and that, because that's what the audience wanted. Because I don't think we ever need, really need a sequel. I mean, we'll have, we'll have I think at one stage, maybe next episode. Well, mm. we're going to come on to that mm. soon, my friend. Okay. But <laughs> um, we've got to talk about sequels and whether they're bloody needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at like, back at, look at, look at the franchises, look at Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Street. Um, we haven't had anything like that apart from, say, like Hatchet. Mm-hmm. Hatchet's got, what, five, four? Four, yeah. Because the last one was Victor Crowley. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a couple, those franchises from back in the 80s are still going. We've just had a new Halloween. Friday the 13th, I think the last one they did was 2013. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting ago. because we're getting on, we're going to be going on to reboots and remakes and stuff. So, it's quite. A, uh, that's why I want to ask you that question. It's, it's... I don't ever need one. Okay. But some of them are. I mean, I'm just. I'm trying to pick. Pick. Can you pick your favorite? You know, Friday the Thirteenth like sequel. Hmm. Would you? You want to add Corey hmm. in that one if yeah. they didn't do sequels? So if they're going to get it, you know, slightly dodgy. Like, look at Halloween season of the witch. Didn't yeah. you have fucking Michael Myers in it? Oh yeah, but that's, that's great so sometimes they get it wrong. <laughs> sometimes they get it wrong, but that leads to it getting it right. And I would not be surprised How dare you. if Karen. we see Happy Death Day 
free or some shit like that. I wouldn't be surprised if um, mm-hmm. if we see that Possibly. with and that one will probably end up being more babyface because they're kind of go okay we strip back the slasher mm. people want more of a slasher it depends what people want mm. so I don't know yeah. we shall see just an interesting question my little soapbox <laughs> yeah because in my eyes it's just that film was such a good standalone movie and it's such a different subject but that I found it kind of hard to think that how they're going to make a second one without and I and I said this in a previous conversation way before that it was made. I said one thing I did say is I hope they're not going to turn around and find some machine that's done it. And lo and behold, it's you know in this one it's a machine. And I was like, oh, I just yeah, I, didn't, I know. What I, just, you mean. I didn't need the sign. I didn't need the explanation. Yeah, yeah, but 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 fair play to him because they switched it around. They made it its own thing. They kind of changed changed the genre of their thing. They didn't stick to rules. They didn't stick to the rules of, of kind of like you know the classic scream rules or or slasher rules. And they they did their own thing. And I applaud them yeah, for that. Yeah, you're right. They didn't go for mm. more kills. Yeah, yeah. So they just literally did what they wanted to do. They sort of copied Scream a bit with the with the extra killer. Mm. Spoiler. Yeah. Um. But the parallel universe thing is kind of cool. It's like yeah. you know making a decision. Cool. You know, there's some funny witty jokes in there. And and I enjoyed the movie. I, I wasn't not, not one thing time did I look at my watch and think, Oh god. No. I didn't think it was too long. I didn't I thought it was just fine. It's a laugh. Yeah, and I quite enjoyed it. It's definitely a laugh. And like yeah. I maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking too much, but I think maybe like if the fact they did do a reveal in this one, maybe they're not gonna make any more because they've kind of explained it now. They don't really need to go into any more detail. Hmm. I mean you, you yeah. So maybe it won't seem there's been some good standalone standalone horrors like in the last like ten years hmm. that haven't had a sequel, sure, and have like done well just on their own, sure. And you could think that they could have done a sequel, like It Follows, hmm. man. That is one of my favourite movies of the last ten years. Yeah, and, sure. You know they could have followed that. They could have flogged that to death. They could by have now, flogged they? that to yeah, death. They, yeah. And I'm so fucking glad they didn't. But then you've got the. But I would have watched it. The, the, other flip, <laughs> the flip side, you've got the Conjuring universe, which is which I love and you love yeah. and it's clever and it's different because it's a universe. You know, they were going to do the dark universe with um, the mummy and the wolf man and the invisible man and all this sort of, sort of stuff. The universe of monsters again. Yeah, they were going to do that one, but it all got knocked on the head. Uh, because Tom Cruise fucked it, yeah. Tom, Tom <laughs> stick to Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so should we rate this bad boy? Are you ready, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we've... Should uh, we both say our number after three seconds? Talked about it to death. Uh, <laughs> to, happy, too deaf. Too deaf. <laughs> you like that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> good, very good, very good. Okay, so three, two, one, seven. Six. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, tight. That's, that's let's, like let's go now. Let's go. Let, let's go with you six. Oh, look! I always, I always win. So that gets a <laughs> draw, draw one last breath podcast. Six out of ten. Yeah, definitely go and see that bad boy. All right, let's move on to um, oh, something to scream about.
with two more Stephen King reboots coming to the big screen this year, we want to get into those movies that we want to see given a fresh lick of blood and pain. So this episode's something to scream about. We're going to be talking about reboots and remakes that we want to fucking see or don't want to see. Have it. Fucking have it. Right, you go start, bitch. Yeah, you want me to start. Cool. This was um, difficult. Difficult. Because... Difficult. I had yeah. fucking oh, I have so fun. much I fun. Have, I had fun, but this was difficult because it's it's kind of like you, you, it's hard to make these choices because of these things that you've seen when you're a kid and they're nurtured and they're brilliant and there's so many things that they're kind of fucking up right now and predator. Um, but like and, and things that you you say like, predator oh. and I say it. It's amazing. I know. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. You can, I know. You can have your predators, but then if we get our it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, I get, I get what you mean. But anyway. So, yeah, it, it's hard to decide of what you want redone because you could say something and people go, oh, my God, how dare you? You can't touch the original. Wah, blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a hard decision to make, but I don't know. Um, uh, there is always a cunt out there trying to fucking hold you back sorry i meant they're called trolls trolls there's always a troll under don't, a bridge don't be beating on trolls well they're they're everywhere <laughs> the little bastards so whatever you say someone's gonna disagree yeah, with us you just gotta just gotta go for it mate don't, don't let my judgment affect what you're going to say if i laugh don't be offended <laughs> i'm not gonna you're not gonna laugh at these men so some of them have, have already been rumored or kind of already gone so my first obvious pick was um, a, a basically follow-on story of Alien. So obviously Neil Blomkamp was going to do a direct sequel to Aliens where Newt was still alive, Ripley was alive and Hicks were alive. And it all got completely, like, the dreams got dashed. I'm I'm still hurting. But I know. On. Well, this is the, the the pain in my heart when I heard it wasn't going on. Uh, was so much, and I just want to see that that film because it just, to me, uh, I don't completely dislike Alien Three. I think I there's some good things about it. I think it could have done without Ripley and been its own story, but that's another that's another conversation to be had. But I just think like this film that Neil Blomkamp come up with and the, the stills that, that I, of the art that got done and stuff like that, I was so excited. And apparently about five days ago that somebody asked um, kind of the question um, to James Cameron, like, is there any chance that this is going to ever be made? And he was like, oh, we're working on it, apparently. So that kind of put a bit of light into it. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. He's working on it in between dives, is he? Well, yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> in between um, Avatar 17. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, but if that happens, then, you know, I will literally shit myself. I was just, I just think it would be amazing. It would just be, it would just, that news with the 40th anniversary coming up of being, being made would be just amazing. It just it would just be brilliant, and I just want I really want to see that vision. I really really do more than anything in the world. You know how much I'm an Alien fan. Yeah, yeah, um, of course, man. And of I course. just want to see another movie, and I want to see it done right. And I just think in his hands, this could be absolutely immense. Oh mate, like District back. Nine, fucking mm. great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Chappy, Chappy, hey, Dan, Chappy. <laughs> yeah, 
I just think if you get a chance, check out his shorts as well on on his website because they're just absolutely amazing. Like, just check them out. Um, okay. So, how do you want the story to go then, mate? Well, the, well, how do you want it to play out? Personally, if if I wanted it, I, obviously you you've got Ripley, Newton, Hicks back. Um, I don't know what how you would do it. But I would like to see more Marines involved. So, I don't know if they go. You know, it, I don't know how they. I say fuck it. Like let them let them fucking get back to earth. Or another. Co- would I don't do want. You... See, I don't want an Earth one. I don't want. I don't you want don't to spoil it. One. So I what... want it in space. Right. Uh, whether they go to, you know, a planet. I don't want to know what's behind it. I don't want. I want to know answers. All I want. All I want to see uh, is Marines with pulse rifles, blowing the shit out of aliens, getting acid put on them, and like, and and just. I don't want the same shit. I want something a bit different. I don't want a rescue mission. I just want something cool. I want to see. I want to see hundreds of aliens, like the technology you've got nowadays to do it, and how good it would look. Oh, I, was, okay, I just so want to see got, aliens get blown to bits. So you got Newton Hicks, right, and um, Ripley. Mm. Where's the alien coming from? So are we saying that at one stage Newt would get fucking ripped apart by an alien bursting out of her stomach, or Hicks? Because the alien's going to have to come from somewhere. So I don't know. Maybe they get, Maybe the alien got to another planet or something. I don't know. Oh, so maybe they're all alive and they're like, they, they go, fuck, we've, we've got to go back. We've got to fucking kill these yeah. bastards. And then they get their little, they get, um, so it's almost like aliens, she does go back. Hmm. But maybe there's no pretense this time. Maybe there's no like, we're not fucking going there to like steal a bloody egg and bring it hmm. back and cause death. Which Every single one of them, hmm. they won't always want to bring the goddamn fucking aliens Oh back. yeah, there's always an ulterior Maybe motive. this one's just about right, let's fuck them up. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see full on battles, mate, and I just want to see the, the the kind of guns come back. Do you know what I mean? I want to see, I want to see Marines. I don't want. I, I just I just want to see some kind of cool game shit. over, man. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my first pick. We got we got a few. Are we picking a few each? Mate, I'm happy to talk all day about this shit. Yeah, you I'm go. Gonna, you you pick one now. My one's a bit fucked up because um, I got a couple of others. I'm going to start with. Go for it. A possible, a possible reboot with Doctor Sleep coming out. Sure. I want to see a reboot. I don't know why, but I want to see a reboot of The Shining. Do you? I want to see it done as the book. See, that surprised me. That surprises me. We, The Shining's my favourite movie of all time. Of so course. I'm like, you could say, don't fucking touch it. Don't. It's untouchable. But it's it is Kubrick, untouchable. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, the fucking music, the eeriness, the imagery, the way Kubrick did it, he did mm. Kubrick's. The Shining. His he vision, didn't do vision, yeah. Stephen King's The Shining. No, because I've heard this. I mean, you've read the book. Yes. And I've heard that, like, not many, you know, this isn't the first time that somebody's told me the book is completely kind of has other it's, different it's films. It's worlds apart, but, but Kubrick's vision was not what Stephen King penned to paper. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that version. Sure. Um, I mean, there's the, the claustrophobia still. Um, that, that sort of happens with um, like Jack Torrance's character, um, but there's more of The Shining. Mm. There's more of that. I've heard and that. Yeah, there's yeah. more links between him and the dad, and how he got there's, it, and all that sort of stuff. There's a whole thing about the old man discovers that like he he doesn't even he, he doesn't even get killed in the book. Is that right? No, because in Doctor Sleep he's he's very much alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the there's other bits as well, like the fucking there's this like old heater, which is the main the main reason why they have to do 
um, look after this um, hotel mm. is they have to keep the heater going. Okay. That's the main reason um, in the book this heater has to like be maintained. Otherwise, okay. it's going to get fucked. If he doesn't and ignores it, the fucking place is going to blow up. Right. That's okay. the main thing. And in the end, it does fucking blow up because he goes fucking stir oh, crazy. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, read the book. Fuck <laughs> you all. <laughs> right. But that's my, it's my version. So I want to see the pen to paper version. Now I'm thinking about, I was thinking about like people who could play. Oh, bloody hell. You cast it everything. I've, I've cast Go it a little it. bit. I'm direct. I'm put the director in. On, I know you on. asked on Twitter, that lad who said about the shining, he hasn't a director. I don't, I don't really know. Um, he did, he did respond, but we'll get onto that later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I, I wasn't really bothered. I'm not bothered. I don't care about the director. It's got to be in good hands, I know, but I don't. I, mm. I, I'm thinking more about cast, and I'm thinking, and maybe he's a bit old. Mm. Maybe he's a bit old. But Christian Bale, I mean, so maybe my my version of The Shining mm. at the moment. I haven't got the right cast. Is in a different sort of. This is like a sort of wish. Well, yeah, but I'd like to see Christian. If you want a completely, if you want to stand aside to Kubrick's version, why do you have to have anything that is associated with that? No, true, but I'm just thinking like this is just who I envisage. I don't know who the actor of today ain't got because he's maybe this guy is a bit old. So Christian Bale is who I'm thinking was thinking for Jack Torrance. Okay, because he we've he seen him, crazy. We've seen an American Psycho. Yeah, and he yeah, can yeah. do nuts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I quite like to see that sort of nutty nuttiness. Method actor. I wouldn't want him. In, Built like a brick shit house, as he is a Batman or American Psycho. I need him because he's a method. I need him a little bit, you know, less on the muscles. All right, but the slick back hair. He, he I could, can see it, man. Yeah, I can see it. yeah, he's definitely. got a little bit of psycho definitely. in him. We yeah. know that. Wendy Torrance. Oh, God, I, can't, I don't want to see Sherry Deville. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck me. Worst thing about that movie. But similar looking, but maybe with a little bit more acting chops. Um, Anne Hathaway. Interesting. Okay, because I think she can do pathetic quite well. Um, we saw her in Les Mis, unfortunately. She likes to cry. <laughs> she loves to cry. <laughs> and I think she could go quite nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem i got is the kid. Now, I'd like to see Finn Wolfgang, but he's too old now, obviously. Right, okay. But uh, in, when he what was about like... Jacob Tremblay? Oh, don't give me Jacob... <laughs> You can't give me Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just uh, no. He's had what about mar- Wendy he's... Margot Robbie. She'd be quite good. She can play crazy. Yeah, but then you could reverse roles, and she'd be Jack. Tor- she'd be like Jacqueline Ooh. Torrance. Why don't you? Yeah, why don't you do that? I'm not doing why the Ghostbusters. Do Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you doing do Jacqueline. It? Jacqueline Torrance, yeah. and uh, who'd it be? William and, and William Torrance. So she's the manager, and as a is a girl mm. because like you know you could have um what's the set what's the face from stranger things bloody oh what's her name oh, i can't remember her name yeah i know which one you're egos about. yeah egos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 13 yeah yeah 13 yeah 13 whatever her name is i can't really remember her name for a minute that's fucking mm. anyway but like that sort of like ilk I'm thinking mm. I can't think I couldn't think of a moment right I can't think of a young 20 something actor like decent actor mm. fuck oh that me- oh. we'll have to wait until we see the, the new Ted Bundy movie and like but Zac Efron mm. he needs less muscles than yeah he, but yeah. Zac Efron at the moment is that sort of younger tribe mm. but there ain't fucking looking else. forward to that movie 
like, I mean, Drew Krasinski's too old and stuff like that now oh, as John, well. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. So yeah, that's my first one. I want to. I want to. I want to see pen to paper. That sounds good, man. I mean, we love a sh- we love a Stephen King. Oh yeah, Stephen really? King's killing it at the moment. You know, Stephen you, King rules. I mean, I've got a list of st- basically most of mine are Stephen King, but we're we're, t- okay. <laughs> we're talking about. Oh, okay, so go on then. Well, um, again, this has already been done, but I want to see more. And that's another Evil Dead movie. Because there's lots of talk about, like, obviously, like, them changing Ash to a girl. And obviously in the in the last episode, in the last movie. so They already did. Yeah, I know. But, like, not not properly, like, make, moving the storyline on. And I want to see another movie with her as Mia. Jane, as Le- evil, Jane Levy? Jane Levy, yeah. As another... Uh, a kind of follow on from that and there's always talk about it and but, I, I'd just love to see that and I, I, I mean we've got Ash versus Evil Dead uh, Evil Dead that filled that gap for me and he's completely more than happy to move it on with her and I'd just love to see another film I, lo- I love it but there was no right Evil Dead the remake mm. with her in it was fucking like Evil Dead 1 how it should have been it was like proper gory proper fucked up mm. Forget I haven't watched it in fucking ages. It wasn't campy, was it? It was proper gore. Yeah, but it wasn't uh, campy at all, was it? Not really, no. But I mean, it hit everything for me. And yeah, I, I'm a, as, you know, as a separate entity, yeah. it was fucking beautiful. Well, that's but, why. That's why I look yeah. at it as I don't look at it as another kind of Evil Dead from the originals. I look at it as a standalone, new, bringing it on, moving, moving that on. And, and continuing it, like continuing the legacy, but in a different way, in a new, fresh kind of way. And that's what I want to see. I want to see more of it. I'll, but smash out Evil Dead for me all day, mate. I just want to see more of it. And I think she's brilliant. And she's I think fucking she's incredible, cool. isn't it? Yeah. She's got, if I remember rightly at the end, she's got one hand or one arm or something like that. With so a much blood. <laughs> so much blood. It's unbelievable. So you, you, you would avoid what? The campiness and go for pure gold. I follow the follow suit the last one, yeah, yeah, and get Freddy Alvarez back, and get him to smash it. He's always fretting about doing another one. That's interesting. I oh, just that's fucking pay my shout, money man. all day. Pay my money all day. Yeah, I, I like that idea because it wasn't. It was a completely different hmm. beast. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what else you got? Stephen King. <laughs> okay. Other potential Stephen <laughs> King reboots. Bag of bones. Right. I put Christine on there. I'm not going to elaborate, but I put Christine because oh, really? they haven't done Christine. Hmm. All right, and and do you know what? I wrote a lot. Well, not I wrote a lot. They have done Christine. Not a reboot. Oh, oh okay, a, a reboot. Yeah, and so the, they've oh, done okay. they've done a the original. Yeah, nineteen. I think it was like. Yeah, I got a nice steelbook of that. It was an old man, but um, it's John Carpenter. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the mu- the music's good, hmm. but there's some music. Careful like, now. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so I'm not going to elaborate. Carry on. I'm not going to elaborate. <laughs> the other one I've said is Salem's Lot. Hmm. Now, they, I didn't know this <laughs> before I wrote this down, but then, then I did a bit of digging. So, the original Salem's Lot was, because it's one of his first, it's one of his um, early, early books. Yeah. And I've read it. Yeah. Because I love vampires. Sure. The non-glittery. Yeah. Kind Sometimes well, glittery. you do like glittery. Whatever. <laughs> we know that. Um <laughs> It's 1979. It's around. It's a really early Stephen King like mm. film. Yeah. They remade it apparently with Rob Lowe. 
Yeah, wasn't it a TV thing? That? Yeah, it's yeah, a TV yeah. two. It's, it's almost like a TV movie. Sure, like, like, like it, it yeah. and all that's like stand, and they did a two, like almost like a two. I didn't mind the stand. That's a good one. Well, I'd like okay, to see we'll that. talk about that. In a minute. Okay, sorry. So Salem's Lot. Yeah. Um, they did it with um, and it had fucking is it Donald Sutherland was in it. Oh really? So it had a really fucking good cast, and yeah. I'm like, oh. That's kind of what I wanted to do, but I don't know what it's like. Yeah, but you can have a movie. Yeah, like a new, so, movie. I basically, I'd like to see that. So I basically sort of want something because the Salem's Lot um, vampire is like the like the Nosferatu. Yeah, he's got the teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Nosferatu version. So, at, I always remember the rapping at the yeah, window. Bit. We <laughs> are at, like we are the shadows, sort of like the one that's in the fucking basement. Yeah, yeah. I basically <laughs> I <love> that movie. <laughs> stay I, on track. Stay on track. Yeah, I basically. <laughs> Don't, I want a fucking proper vampire movie. Mm. Um, not glittery, not somebody who's camp, not... Not all good-looking. No, not somebody who's good-looking, not somebody who's fucking, like, wearing stupid... Stu- so, like, okay, I love most vampire movies, but, you like, say, Gary Oldman's vampire and stuff like that, Dracula, brilliant... But I don't want I don't want that I don't want him to fall in love mm. I just wanted to fucking kill people in the middle of the night <laughs> and that's pretty much what it does in Salem's Lot he fucking mm. he's basically killing the whole town yeah and the writer comes and they investigate and stuff like that I want that yeah. I want that movie done fucking well that's, um, the, that's a good pick man that's a good pick. yeah and I you mentioned the stand a minute ago but they've been talking about that for the last couple of years yeah I know I've seen um, it up and on isn't it and but it's a great, it's a great book. One stage, such a great book. One stage, so long, yeah. but fuck me. That's a great book. But they didn't. The, the TV. Oh, See, TV. I, did, I didn't mind the TV show. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got that bad boy on DVD. It's one yeah. of the best moments, like spending with my mum and watching that sort of mm. thing. It was amazing. I thought it was great, and I always remember the devil. Uh, wearing like <laughs> denim, devil denim, devil denim, in a bit of a mullet. What do they call it? They don't call it the devil. He's called something. What's his fucking name? I can't remember. It's so long ago. Oh, I watched that's, it. that upsets me that that me- that's or, gone. What is it? Um, the the kind of trash like, man. What is it? The guy always says. M O O N. That spells Tom Cullen. Tom Cullen. Oh fuck! That's why I need. I can't read that book again. It's fucking too long. But they were going to turn it into five movies. Really? Five movies. I don't know about that. I could watch five. And maybe two. Long movies, maybe. I don't know. That's what it needs to be like. It's, it needs to be like game. Like it needs to be the new Walking Dead. <laughs> we'll do another. T- yeah, do another TV series mm. of it. You know, make, I mean, make it good. Make it a big HBO kind of big budget thing. Yeah, might work. Yeah. Funny you mentioned vampires because this this takes me on to my next pick, which again, funny enough, is in talks and well, in talks is in production now, but it's the Lost Boys. Obviously, I I want to see more Lost Boys. But CW have obviously picked up a TV show on it, which has annoyed me because I would are like to see Are you talking Lost movie. Boys? Are you talking fucking the Frog Brothers? Because obviously they've done Lost Boys 1, 2, and 3. No, no, Corey I Feldman. know. I've seen Nothing them. wrong with Corey Feldman. I, I, those movies aren't great, mate. But this is like... this. Well, I've read up about the TV show they're making. It's made by CW, so everybody's going to be really overly good looking. And I hope they're not just going to ram teenagers down our throat. Because it sounds really good. Because the TV show is apparently spanned over 70 years. And they take an era of, of each kind of decade. So it's starting in 1967. So each each series is going to be in the 60s, then the 70s, then the 80s. 
So it's kind of cool, but I just hope they don't do like a really kind of like everybody's good looking kind of Dawson's Creek bollocks. <laughs> I hope they just do a good gritty kind of like 18 kind of certificate blood, proper Lost Boys, proper witty. Proper soundtrack. Yeah, but the soundtrack, can you imagine what soundtracks mm. would be like 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, 90s? do you remember the tv show it was a book because i read the book Mm. and i didn't realize it was a tv show for Mm. ages and i I think i watched it to cut a fan in i think was the main girl in it it was taken as fucking aliens and it was set over different decades because the book was over different decades it was like yeah i remember it was like uh people abducted um, it was like the fruition of it when the aliens sort of come down and then it was like modern day sure. with Dakota Fanon being like the main sort of like prep like girl like there was like um, evolutions of this fucking alien coming to this Dakota Fanon she's like I think it was like V do you remember that fucking moment in V with uh, what's her face like all the glowing and she was like mm. yeah, yeah, yeah pretty nana oh fucking hell that that was the only bit out of v that i did not like <laughs> the whole pretty nama bit but yeah the whole decade sort of but i, I mean thing. I they haven't like, done I'm, they haven't done something like that but well, i can remember for the quite only a thing while I can kind of portray is it being kind of similar it's like american horror story but they, they kind of take eras um kind of following suit to that but I'm just really worried that it's, it's in CW's hands I just I just hope they don't make it dross and like a teenage drama I hope they just don't mess it up but I just I'd much prefer just a standalone movie um, like the graphic the graphic novel that came out it's, it's kind of a sequel they can't do another fucking thing they've done the teen thing they've got vampire diaries they've got the originals wow. yeah, they don't but, need to Sabrina, do anything like that Sabrina Teenage Witch is like it's the same it's <sighs> just like ugh. Riverdale yeah well we'll see we'll see mm. what happens okay. what else you got I only got like a couple more okay I, these are kind of jokey ones go on um, so I said I mean this is a this is a serious need but I just didn't know the like content, like what I wanted from it. Hmm. I want to fucking see the Monster Squad, mate. I'm there. High five, mate. <laughs> fucking yeah. Monster Squad. All I day. said the Monster Squad with the strangest things cast, mate. Fuck it. Fuck. I will I pay. Mean, season three. Take my money. Season take all three. All my fucking money. I'm, let's have a Monster Squad there, fucking episode. There's my fucking credit card. <laughs> there's my fucking keys to my car, my house. All day. I'm Oof. with you, mate. Wolfman's got nuts. <laughs> Fuck me, man. I want to see someone fucking broach that. But how fucking cool would it be? That that the, the problem with that story is what problem? Is it, well, not 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 problem. It's do you know what? It's way before its time, and it's just like oh fucking because yeah. I don't want to go off on a tangent. No, but. it's just when all this bollocks with like the Universal monsters were announced, mm, mm. and like Tom Cruise being the mummy. I was like, oh fuck off! Mm. I'm like, just bring back the Monster Squad, yeah. then you get. All the Universal monsters in one fucking movie, but make man. it raw, make it fucking oh my like, god, yeah, like oh practical effects and just bring the good it back thing about that movie. The only like that I remember is that this got the old Jewish guy from. I've mentioned V again, but it's <laughs> the old the old weird Jewish <laughs> love, guy. Fucking, <laughs> uh, he played every old Jewish guy in the fucking eighties. I swear to God, that fucking dude. <laughs> we need a Jewish guy. Yeah, exactly. We need somebody who was in the who was in the Second World War. Oh yeah, you've got a tattoo. You've got a job. <laughs> Fuck me, he had a fucking good career. Oh. You got any more? Um, 
I wrote Killer Clowns from Outer Space as a claymation movie. That, well, that, <laughs> that that's apparently coming out soon, isn't it? They're on about doing a, another well, another one. Do you remember the original guys? Do you remember when it? in the eighties they had um, they had Ghostbusters and then they had Ghostbusters cartoon? Yeah, I love the Ghostbusters had, cartoon. They turned the Killer Tomatoes cartoon. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space cartoon. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. It's fucking nuts. Or Critters cartoon. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. That'd be cool. Um, and I said, this is stupid. I don't know why I put this. I said, I'd like to see Will Poulter in something. I think he could play a serial killer quite well. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just got that face. He's like six foot odd. Yeah. He he's could such be, a good actor as well. He could be like, what could he do? Fuck. Um, oh, do you remember? I haven't never seen the movie, but do you remember One Hour Photo with um, Robin yep. Williams? Yeah. Put Will Poulter in that as a reboot. Yeah. What, make him like a pedo or something? <laughs> oh! He could be a pe- Fred West. He could play a great pedo, Will yeah. Poulter. He's got, it's not, he's not, it doesn't look like a pedo, but <laughs> I don't know if I'd like to, like, that might ruin him. He's got, but he was down to be it, wasn't he? And and the oh. other the other night I saw him on the BAFTAs and when he smiled I was like, oh my god he should have been it or the new Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that kind of face like the Grinch. It, it really does because he smiles and I was like, oh I can't believe they give he gave that gig up. There's a role out there for mm. for Will Poulter. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Right, I really have to stop talking about Will Poulter now. Hello. Have you got any more? I have. I've got like literally a couple more, and I'll, I'll quickly. Okay, because I think I'm, I've exhausted mine now. <laughs> I would like to see another American Werewolf movie because we haven't had a Werewolf movie for a long time, and I would love to see another, maybe in that kind of ilk. What do you reckon? What was the last Werewolf movie that came out? I'm not talking ginger snaps. It has to be something after. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be something after ginger snaps. Um, um, I love ginger snaps. Wolf but... cop. Ah, there's wolf cop too. Yeah, no, that was out no. last year, which we still I still haven't watched wolf cop too. Mm. I need to get on that. Um, but because I, I, do you know what? A serious one. You fucking you say, right? You say American Wolf in London. I thought about writing down, and I just didn't want to touch it. Mm. I touched The Shining, mm. but I couldn't. I can't redo in my head. American Wealth in London mm. for some reason um, I don't know what about I, The Howling I don't think it needs to be remade just maybe another story what about The Howling though yeah all that uh, something yeah, like that like, yeah. so I know what you mean like the last good I think it needs a good a little bit of research oh I tell you what is good dog soldiers that's another fucking I, I thought because when I was looking at vampires movie. I was looking at werewolves first yeah because um, of the the transformation but the thing is, the problem with um, werewolf movies today, unless they do practical effects, I ain't interested. Well, yeah, I wouldn't interested. touch it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch interested. it. No, I don't want to see you Look at like, Look at BBC Three doing mm. Being Human. I know that's Being Human's a while ago now. Mm. But Russell Tovey transformation in um, Being Human's probably up there with an American wealth in London. Mm. I, don't, I think those two are kind of untouchable. I also know there's a thing with... Claire Van der Voort or something like that called hmm. Bitten a oh, TV yeah, okay, show yeah, I haven't yeah. watched it okay. so uh, werewolves werewolves maybe, is an option maybe something I'd like to see something in that kind of genre yeah not underworldy and the only last thing I got is uh, 
And you're probably going to kill me for saying this. But possible Jaws movie? Maybe? Alright, move the fuck on. <laughs> we already had it Meg last year, so I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Shallows. <laughs> cool. That's and um, that is literally. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, did I you, just did you actually have that right. written down? No, I just got. I wanted to say it just to get a rise out of you. You did. You're successful. Yeah. You're an asshole. Cool. Okay. Well, let's. Yeah. Uh, we got a few shout outs. We got to some. Do. Yeah, shout outs. We've got quite a lot of interaction. So I'm going to start with Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'd like to start with uh, Am- the Amterville Gaz. Would like to see a continuation of the Nightbreed story. Now. I know we've done Nightbreed mm-hmm. as a uh, rewatch, and I didn't think about it favourably. Um, Clive Barker's Nightbreed. <sighs> there is something there. I'll give I him that. There so. is there is definitely something there. I think so. Yeah. I think that's a good shout. Good one, Gaz. You've got to announce the competition winner, remember. Uh, to be honest, so Stephen Simpson says uh, The Shining. Mm-hmm. So we've obviously discussed that. He kind of agrees with me. I kind of agree with you there. So maybe you won. Um, Adam at Sleepy Smith basically sends a gif of Wishmaster. Mm-hmm. So that's a shout. I haven't watched Wishmaster. Oh, really? So I'd have to watch the first one maybe before there's a fucking reboot. Cool. But I've heard good things about it. So maybe I need to give it a shout. I mean, the gif's fucking cool, man. Little red devil thing. Um... We got Fairy Fay, the famous Fairy Fay. I said Rawhead, Rawhead Rex, or Ra- Rapid Grannies, Rabid Grannies. Rabid Grannies, yeah. Well, I've yeah. never seen fucking any of those. Rawhead Rex is one I've heard about, but I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. I think you've um, you got another potential rewatch there, Fairy Fay. So before there's a remake, um, Justin Bog. I said the Brood and Burnt Offerings. Fair play. Good, Good shouts. Um, I stand alone at. Craig in Glasgow. Hope you don't stand alone. Um, said, don't look now. So that's a Donald Sutherland one. Yeah. Again, there's no one I haven't that's watched. That's an eerie movie, man. I need to put... It's I, dark. I've got to get that on the list, and I? It's dark. Anything I remember from that is there's like a red... Little, little kid with a red anorak. Yeah, yeah. Something like, mm. yeah, okay. That's a good one. Um, oh, God. Annie at Dalton Sart said, Urban Legend could be, du- could be a good one if done well. Rebecca Gayhart. Mm, yeah, but it could be if you if you rebooted it but made it like darker. There was a couple 90s. of there was a couple of sequels. Yeah, but um, because again, we you know, there's I think there was at least one sequel. I would there's a lot of potential here with with that. Sure. I tell you what, we didn't mention it. Fucking Candyman. Oh, that, yeah, but, but there is Jordan Peele. Yeah, doing Jordan Peele is doing Candyman. Oh, that, okay, I can't that. wait for that man. That's gonna be fucking crazy okay so what you got because we got to pick a winner there's a couple on instagram we've got old geordie paul's been in touch and i like this one the fly that could be interesting oh, is right I'm, I'm remembering this wrong is it cronenberg mm. it is cronenberg yeah. the fly mm-hmm. Fuck. Yes. there's obviously fly there's fly too yeah well, jeff goldblum was sun, the, jeff goldblum was the fly Ah, uh, Geordie Paul, did, you, did he say who he'd want to play? No, maybe next time you can email us or something, tell us who you would uh, cast. That'd be an interesting one. Do you, do you know what would be a stretch, like a good role stretch? Mm. Um, is the dude from New Girl. All oh, right, okay. He, like Schmidt. Put Schmidt as the fly. Mm. Is it too, you know? Yeah, interesting, interesting. <laughs> That's my one, my take. That's a good one. Fair play. Um, this uh, take on horror on Instagram. 
I said Christine, so she agrees with you. Christine Everyone loves a bit of Stephen King reboot. Yeah, and there's also one more, which was Creepy Horrorcom. said They Live. Right. They're not, right. They're not winning. So... You pick this one. The winner... You pick the winner of a nice little goodie bag that we'll send out in the post here. I want to go for... Drum roll. I Stand Alone. I Stand Alone. With Don't Look Now. I think that's a good pick. Because it's what? It's early 70s. They have, no one's touched it. I think it could be... I've, I know I haven't seen it. Hmm. So... But I know it's a classic and I want to fucking see... Oh, it's dark. It who would play Donald Sutherland there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He Keith wasn't... He's quite a young... Keeper. He's not Keeper. He's <laughs> Keeper's too old. Yeah. There's not a younger Sutherland, is I'm there? I'm not sure. But uh, I stand alone. If you want to tweet back and let us know who you would cast, that'd be uh, interesting. But you have won the goodie bag and uh, we'll be in touch via Twitter. Well done. Right, we've got to pick something out of the, um, the pot for next week. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to just discuss roles for Will Poulter. Possible roles for Will Poulter. Because I'm up there. I think I could probably spend about half an hour. So anyway, pick from the bucket. <laughs> is, it not, is it me? I thought I picked it last oh, wait, time. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, you pick. I'll pick. So here we go. Got one. This is interesting. Oh, the best use of practical effects. Our favourite use of practical effects. Yeah, it's only it. slightly worded differently. No, it's basically no. the same thing. I'll go for that. Yeah. Our favourite use of practical yeah. effects. I mean, Talk yeah. About the, our favourite scenes that, that that for us. Yeah, I mean, fuck me. I keep thinking about critters and. St- as I keep going back to the fucking thing, <laughs> upside down head. Okay, the thing's <laughs> got to be off limits. Yeah. All right, because the thing's too. Obvious. We've talked about that too much. <laughs> We could talk about our best scenes, the best, our favourite scenes. That, that, uh, uh, but it has to be practical effects. This is great. I love practical yeah. effects. Yeah. Okay, all day. We awesome. talk about that all day. Right then. So this is your pick. We're moving yeah, on to movie from the vault. It's Miller time. I got good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Talk us through this movie, Matt. Here we go. I'm just going to do a small little synopsis of it, and we're going to we're going to dive straight into this beauty. So, alien brain parasites entering humans through the mouth, turn their host into killing zombies. Some teenagers start to fight. Some teenagers start to fight against them. Let's talk. Fill me. This is a fucking. I mean, I feel cheated i feel cheated as well that i didn't watch this as a kid yep same and there's reasons for this and we'll get to that we'll get get to that 1986 yep right i know i'm five but like in the early 90s me and my mum used to sit down bravo and we used to watch all the b all the b all the b movies bravo and tnt up until a certain time <laughs> no red shoe diaries sorry dan <laughs> david decoffany <laughs> but we used to watch i don't know um tar inferno fucking attack of the 50 foot woman yeah, loads of different um, movies yeah not the lymphoids all these fucking great 50s b movies mm. this director because mm. i might have watched the uh 
commentary. Yeah. I mean, I, you didn't need to watch any making of to know that this director loved B-movies. Mm. I did not know what I was watching. Mm. It took me a long time to kind of go, what Well, this is, this is the problem with me. Is it's like, I ne- this was never on my on the shelves at the VHS store. Never. I never saw it ever in the... In the in, this is why... I was why like, did how I, did this pass me by? Why did I buy this? Can you remember? Why did you buy it? Was it just because of the, the, the... Do you think it was just because of the Blu-ray cover? No, no. You came in the store and I said... I basically said, you need to buy this. But why did you tell me to buy it? Because I've heard so much cult stuff about it. Like, literally from so many different forums and so many different, like, internet things. And and it's just been hailed as a classic. And, and I was like, how have I missed this, though? I didn't understand until I'd obviously watched the movie i don't and i watched like you i watched the commentary i don't get it yeah oh do you know one well we'll talk about it let's yeah. let's let's get into the yeah. movie one the mm. cast looked yeah. like they had a fucking ball mm. i mean okay. looking at the sort of um extra extra scenes extra scenes they are still friends now mm. yeah. that's the beautiful thing yeah, they yeah. this this movie is it's obviously it's, it's, it's brought people together. Sure. The fucking, like, relationship between these people is just incredible. Right. Let's talk about who's in this bloody movie sure. for a start. Before I sort of go on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're an 80s child, you'll yep. remember the vacation movies. Of course. Na- you know, National Lampoon's National Lampoon. European, European Vacation. vacation yeah. And what's his fucking name? Uh, Rusty. Rusty. Yeah. Right. So this the main lead in this, gu- in this film is Rusty. From European Vacation. Mm. He actually did another movie. Mm. <laughs> like, that's a fucked up thing. He did another movie. Oh, I don't have a movie. So you got Jason Lively mm. as Chris. Rick Miller as Walt. I mean, Tom Atkins is in this movie. Tom, you know, that's the fucked up thing. Tom Atkins is in this movie. He's in the fog. Oh, It's just nuts. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, the, the other cast... Uh, who's the chicken in it? So, who's <laughs> the chicken? Jill Whitlow as Cynthia Cronenberg. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll start with the name, names in a minute. Um, who's the other dude? The little guy. JC. JC. What's his fucking name? Yeah, Steve Steve Marshall. I haven't seen... So they, I've had a look at their IMDb, and mm. they've done a bit, bits mm. and bobs. And, and there's a reason for that. This movie's obviously loved. Mm. It's the director... When I looked at this, is Fred Decker. That's correct. Who obviously yeah. did Monster Squad. Absolutely. All right. So, why the fuck did I not watch this movie when I was a, when I don't understand it? I don't understand how this is missed. Has this not got on my radar? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I will get onto that. I think we should like literally let's let's dive in the movie. Let's talk about the movie, and we'll get to that. Trust me. Okay. I'm angry about this one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is a classic B movie. All right. Now I thought it. See, I tend to differ with that. Well, I thought it was a spoof mm. when I first watched it. I was like, I, if I was watching, I think it, it is a B movie to an extent, but then it twists it and makes it this this kind of own thing. But this is a theatre of love. Mm. This director, oh mate, is loves yeah, yeah, yeah loves his B movies. Yeah. I mean, we've got like bits of black and white in it. Yeah. Um, we've got like nods to the fifties. Hmm. 
filmmaking, the style mm. that is set, that it's like actually filmed in. He's done stuff in here like it's like even like talking to talk listening to him back. Mm. It's straight out. He's straight out of film school. Yeah, sure. This is his like his first debut film, his debut yeah. movie, and yeah. he's just like I've got a bit of money here. Yeah? Ooh, what can I do? And he, he's t- he's taking the piss in terms yeah. of what he's done, and th- it works in so yeah. many different ways. Yeah, definitely, definitely, totally agree. I'm just disappointed that I never saw it. <laughs> Same. I'm I'm ho- I'm horrified with the fact that I never picked this up and I never seen it, and I, literally it's taken till now. I mean, it didn't even get released on DVD till like the the early two thousands, apparently. That's that's how how long it took for it to get released on DVD, and this is why a lot of people have commented that it has gotten so much cult status because so many people have waited so long for it. Again, um, let's get into it. Let's get in the movie. So, starts off black and white, brilliant. So. <laughs> It's it's so it's so different. It's like oh, what's going on here? It's like like you said, it's a total nod to the fifties genre, uh, and that whole trope through it, which is brilliant. And then bang, pop, eighties. That color of the eighties just comes into it. The music and and how vibrant it is, and it just. Brings I it feel that out. we were very lucky because yeah. my copy, the Blu-ray, is fucking ace, mm. and I feel that like I've been. Um, treated to a really crisp mm. version of this movie sure, sure. i think if it's you like got package. some of the like yeah. the old dvds mm. you would get some like grainy that whole yeah, yeah, like yeah, vhs sort of look so i've got a really clean cut look like version of this movie yeah, same. so i kind of kind of like to watch it mm. in its vhs sort of version mm. i think to see that sort of level of shitness that it was out back in the back in the possibly 80s. possibly um, but yeah, it's like you said, it's old school. It's got a, like great fifties horror vibe, but then it flips, and you've got geeks at a party. You've got fucking Revenge of the Nerds, think mm. Animal House, that sort of thing, like a frat party. Yeah, sure, a frat party at the end of the day. Definitely, definitely. Um, but the fucking we forgot. Hang on, we skipped the fucking first bit of the movie. Is like critters. It's got those weird ass aliens. Yeah, we're like... only in it in the first like five minutes. They're doing mm. like this weird little alien chase, mm. and then it's like you. He throws off like a weird, whatever it is, like a test tube or well, something. It's like a, it's it's obviously like some kind of experiment thing that's been fired into the atmosphere. That <laughs> no reason. Contains some kind of sluggy worm things. There's no reason why he's done it. Oh, it doesn't have to be, does it? This is like Wolfman, man. This is like proper fucking old, like drive-through movie, man. Mm. This mm. is lush. Lush is what it is. Oh god. Um, it's like from the nineties. Where are you from? <laughs> It's got like really, I mean, it's just got like really random sci-fi elements to it, similar to what we watched the other, the other we other episode with Night of the Comet. Mm. Those sort of like similar yeah, tropes, totally agree, yeah. those sort of similar tropes in it. Um, you got these this dude JC who's like on got crutches all the way for it. No, no explanation given to him why he's got these crutches. Mm. But why do you need to know? Good point. You don't. There's no. Re- there's no reason he hasn't. We don't understand his backstory, but he's got crutches. Um, apparently, like the 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 kind of like under kind of current of that story is that if he wasn't on crutches, he wouldn't be inferior to the main character, which is kind of like the love interest. 
So whether that's true or not, whether he's on crutches just to make him the lesser kind of more appealing person because he is all about his personality where he's funny and he's confident and the other guy's not so funny and confident. Did he die? Well, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. He well, did. I got that he died, yeah. His character definitely died, did it? Yeah, well, right. that's what I, how I okay, saw it. Yeah. That was like the heel turn right like at the end. he killed himself, didn't he? So. Right, okay, because I thought that was a bit confusing. Mm. But, he, okay, so he did die. Sorry. <laughs> Put it here, JC. And he was fucking funny. Let's get on to the one of the, the best things about this film. And it's Tom Atkins. Come on. What, it's not Cynthia Cronenberg? No, it's not. It's Tom Atkins. She... Tom Atkins is this film he's just fucking superb he comes into it he's cool he's calm he's got one liners coming out of the fucking wazoo he's fucking Dick Tracy he's, it, oh god mm. <laughs> you just you just ruined it he's just amazing he's brilliant in this movie like literally that film for me was 50% when Tom Atkins steps in that shot 90%. It's Miller time. Exactly. He has been given, and I don't, I don't, I haven't read too, too much into it, but I'm looking forward to Matt's facts. Um, I, I hope that he ad-libbed and he wasn't given <laughs> some of these because they are fucking genius. Mm. Feel me. <laughs> Poo Patrol with your nightstick was one of them. Oh yeah. Um, it's Miller time. Brilliant. Was another one. It's just like, what? It's just every time he was about to kill somebody, he just had these great, like, absolute mm. genius one-liners. Some of the, like, fucking, like, cinematography in it was, like, really good as well. They, like, put mm. him on dollies and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love that. There's that one scene with the best quote that he comes out with. It's like, there's good news and there's bad news. And it's like, what's the good news? Your dates have turned up. What's the bad news? They're dead. Yeah, that's fucking genius. <laughs> and he just goes nuts, doesn't he? And he's like, that that bit where he's obviously, like you said, he's put on a dolly and he's just spinning around shooting the fucking like zombies. And it's like, and that, that scene is fucking genius. Yeah, these alien infested zombies mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, They're yeah. The creeps itself, the creeps are cool. Mm. The little sluggy things that are like embedded into the... Parasites. Yeah, the, mm. embedded into the, the human host is a great idea and ha, like and then you can kind of see where like sliver came from i like, like there's so many this, there's a lot to be thankful for this movie that's what i mean it's just like again it's like James how Gunn did this sliver movie would... get under my radar when i was a kid i knew nothing about it i'm disappointed in myself in a way mm. um james gun sliver would never have happened this nope. is like a direct nod mm. to that and also like i don't know if brain dead was before this or not i don't know I'm pretty sure it's after. 1988, yeah. Brain Dead, maybe. Maybe a something. Peter Jackson we're talking about here. Because there's a scene with the fucking lawnmower. Mm. And it's not obviously a Brain Dead-esque level of gore. No, I, it's, it's like, as I understood, that whole shed scene was added in after <laughs> uh, to put extra in. And the lawnmower scene, it just, it's a shame because it obviously... Like happens, but they don't really go into it that far. This is a really stupid bit in this movie. As mm. B movies go, this is genius. It's just like they just end up like locking themselves in a fucking tiny garden shed. Yeah. And inevitably, the zombies are trying to get in there, mm. and they sort of start taking out, mm. taking them out. And one at one stage, he likes firing up a look because the girl protagonist Cynthia 
Cronenberg. Cronenberg. I'm going to say it again because <laughs> these these names are important. Important. Cynthia Cronenberg is her yeah. character name. Um, but she's got a flamethrower on her back. She's gorgeous mm-hmm. as well, by the way. But she's got a flamethrower on her back and it's not working. And, he, and she's getting dragged out by the zombies and then fucking gets a flamethrower. Uh, the lawnmower. A lawnmower yeah, jacked yeah. up and it fucking cracks on. But it's just just proper like genius moments. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how the fuck. There's weird moments of like practical effects. There's weird moments of... Um, like makeup decisions. Hmm. I want to talk about the bus driver. So there's these fucking douchebag frats, all the frat people, as it is. There's a douchebag frat boys all all throughout the movie, mm, yeah. and they get like turned at one stage. But after the bus drive, but the bus a bus crashes with them all on it on the yeah, way to the prom. The little dog right? comes in the road, doesn't he? Yeah, and he kind of like swerves the dog. <laughs> Yeah, but the bus driver's eyes before he goes, it's really weird. It's, it's like, like it's like that moment in, do you remember in, um, oh, House? Not House. What was it? Go- Ghoulies? Mm-hmm. When they were wearing glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, why are they wearing, yeah, it's like those weird sort of moments. Mm-hmm. It's like they get really decision, weird decisions. Mm-hmm. They just made his eyes go really weird before yeah, he yeah. crashed. Weird. But yeah, I, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it has, so many cool elements. I mean, the practical effects again in it are just brilliant. Yeah, the little pets that are like all dressed up and stuff mm. like that. It's a fucking brutal scene. Like, on the level of like, that I've, I've seen, we've obviously seen it in like maybe other movies, but I, I don't know. There was a scene with someone, like someone gets an axe to the head. Mm. Do you remember that? Mm. And it's like, like me and my brother were watching this and my brother was like, He's like always mocking me for watching his name. We both just looked at each other and went, "What the fuck?" Mm. It's like that fucking scene with the with, with the axe to the head. The way they shot that, because mm. it doesn't look like it's full on. You don't doesn't go right into it. But yeah, that stuck with me that bit. Fuck. I love the little cat that comes in as well. <laughs> like all like worms coming out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little that little kind of like trope where it's like. Every time she, that same girl opens the door, something happens. Like the oh. cat comes in, then it comes in, it's all fucked up. Then she opens it, and there's a zombie coming in at her. I just thought that was so. She's a really weird nose. Yeah. But yeah, and like really big over like glasses that she didn't blatantly need. It's it's, yeah. mate, it's like there's there's one bit I loved. It's where um, the girl's kind of frat ex boyfriend is turned into a zombie and she comes out onto the porch of the house and she doesn't realise he's a zombie. And she sits <laughs> she's on the just porch chatting to him. And she's chatting to him. But in the background, his, his mouth is opening like a Pez head. You know, remember those oh, candy yeah, Pez yeah. heads? And it's like going... And then like, literally these like slugs are just coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. I love that bit. It's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. so fucking weird. And the, the one-liners from Tom Atkins in this movie though, mate, like, bring me my 12 gauge shotgun and there's a brilliant scene as well where he just is in the back alley and he's he, he he like literally the cop car pulls up and they all jump out of the car and he's like he doesn't come in his car he he's so hardcore he jumps over a fucking fence <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just he appears with a like 12 gauge shotgun and he's just like 
But that's that's the other thing. His like character is just mental because he's he's got all these old like detective novels Mm. all over his like flat, and he's just basically he's got the long coat. Hmm. You know, we're talking about this. You know, he's obviously tormented as well because obviously his ex, his ex girlfriend, murdered and all that stuff. He's obviously. But then there's this really dark bit where he's like the guy knocks on his door, and you don't know what's going on. You're like, why is he duct taped his door? up is that because of the slugs or something getting in and then you realize that he's actually gonna top himself because the oven's open and you think i I thought that was just so dark yeah i yeah i remember that you don't remember that no literally he's laying on his couch and he's like literally chilling out with a scotch and then he gets a knock at the door and it's chris and he opens the door and he takes all the gaffer tape off the oven's open and I was like, he why? Was trying to kill- I d- okay, I missed that. Yeah, he's literally trying to kill himself. I That went over my head. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Fucking hell. And I just thought it was I so d- dark. I thought you were going to talk about the fucking dream sequence because it's, it's <laughs> like a big thing that they love in like student movies. There was a fucking dream sequence in there. You know, we had it in, Amer- so we had it in American Werewolf in London mm. with a zombie and a dream in a dream. And he, he's dreaming about the time where he like cottoned onto a serial killer chopping the... F- chopping this up this poor girl up and it just gets a bit fucked up doesn't it and it's like he has his old flame in the sea mm. and he's enjoying the time and then suddenly it flips to him it's a weird old dream sequence but you know he looks cool though they, cool as fuck yeah they look there in his sunglasses <laughs> and his tuxedo fucking great uh, fucking great movie it was it was a re- I'm, I'm just glad that we got to watch this yeah, and it's totally. not at all what I expected mm. from what this movie. For some reason, in my head, I was like, "This is just gonna be. This is gonna be." And I thought it was gonna be good, mm. but I thought it was gonna be like, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, zombies or sure. some kind of dead coming back to like reanimated or something, and it'd be like. I don't know, just, you know, them sh- shooting and hold up in a place and then shooting. But it wasn't. Mm. It was so much more than that. Mm. And I fucking, ju- I am on board with the cult. If they have me, I am fucking Night of the Creeps. There's another one that I'm involved in after the Ghoulies. Fucking hell. <laughs> I just keep joining cults at the moment. You love it. <laughs> Night of the uh, Comet. Comet. And now this. Brilliant, oh, isn't it? God. It's, it's great. It's like, basically... Uh, uh, the only thing I can put my finger on with this movie is that they made it and the company that pushed it did not know how to market this movie. And this is why it got lost. And this is the biggest problem it had is that it was made by like fans. Uh, it was made by real people that knew what the genre needed. Maybe it was before its time. But they knew what to do, and the people that did the effects were awesome, and their vision was put forward, and it just was not. This is when it's classic. Back in those days, they didn't really have producers to go show the dailies to the everyday kind of shots and stuff, and 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 they they were making this film for them and how they wanted to make it and their vision. And this is a classic problem where the people that distributed the movie did not have a clue on how to do it because they weren't a real fan of that kind of thing. 
Yeah. Like this guy knew his shit. He, it, I just think he's way before his time, and he tried something and it was brilliant. And people like us and a lot of people out there can totally understand what this film is about. But for that time, and somehow the wires got crossed with the the people that marketed this film because they didn't have a fucking clue because of some of the posters that they brought out of it. Um, they didn't market it in the right way, and therefore it wasn't where it was supposed to be. It wasn't pushed, and it wasn't there wasn't enough money pumped into this thing to make it what it would, what it would, what it could have been. And, and that's what, why we didn't see it on our shelves. Yeah, and I will tell you what, people who love horror hmm. and who love like the absurdity yeah. of horror, this could easily be mar- be marketed to today's audience. Um, not as a reboot not as a remake just put this movie in a fucking drive-through in a one of those outdoor cinemas or just bring it back as a fucking one-off somewhere this movie is going to have an audience as far it's, as I it's can. a masterclass. it's like it's, it is uh it's just a love letter to yeah you're right the 50s mm. and all that kind of genre stuff but it also is something that is completely like of the 80s and of then and now and the practical effects that were used and the vision of it and the work that was put into it i mean christ is just it deserved so much more and it doesn't matter because it's got its cult status now eventually it did and like and eventually we found it Mm. And I fucking love this podcast people, for us to be able to watch yeah, this fucking People movies. need to go and find this movie. They need to go and buy it. They need to believe in it. And they need to... Because to, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's a staple in my eyes. Okay, do you want some Matt's facts? Matt's facts, mate. I've just got some uh, breaking news. Oh, go for it. Alley Cat Graphics have sold out with the thing. Oh, you're joking. They sold out of in a Live on live. Oh, well done, guys. Well fucking done. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's fantastic. That's great news. Well. Right, sorry. sorry you can't to go in- get that. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Let's have some Matt's back. Let's have some Matt's back. You, you, you ruined my day. <laughs> right, okay. So, obviously we touched on it earlier, and you kind of made it blindly obvious that this guy... Fred Decker obviously had a thing for horror movies. All his characters were obviously named after great horror people in the genre. But back then, they probably weren't as well known as they are today. Yeah, and I gave you, and I'll give you this. I'm, I'm going to say this uh, to everyone. I gave this to Matt because I know he, I, I really, really wanted to fucking tell everyone about this. Cause I thought I'd yeah, but you read it on your fucking piece of paper out of the fucking DVD. Eat shit. Just fucking read your fucking facts. <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit. I love that. Brilliant. So obviously we've got Cynthia Cronenberg. We've got we've got Sergeant Raimi. We've got Detective Cameron. We've got JC, which is obviously John Carpenter. We've got Detective Landis, which is brilliant. Um, just. There's absolutely loads of homages to all the great people in in like you got Romero as well in there. Every one of his characters was pretty much named after a horror icon. Of, of if you don't know him, then you'll know him today, which I thought was awesome. So 
if you've noticed in the toilet walls in the toilet walls oh sorry on the toilet walls uh in one of the toilets i don't know if you saw this but it says go monster squad on the on the door on one of the toilets no i missed that wall. it says go it, it literally when he's on the floor jc's on the floor and it's like the, the slugs are crawling around in the background you just see on the wall go monster squad now this was obviously before monster squad was made two years wasn't it yeah so he obviously knew that he was going to do monster squad which i thought was fucking awesome uh, i thought it was brilliant obviously we touched on it earlier rusty uh rusty obviously the character that played chris um was in national lampoon's european vacation now my next thing was obviously dick miller god rest his soul was in this movie now, every time Dick Miller just fucking steps onto a set, it just makes a film like 20% better. Um, and I just thought that was fantastic. He's only got a small movie. role, but it, it's... It, it, it doesn't have to be... He only big. has a small role in Gremlins, and it's just such an impact. Hmm. Yeah. So cool to have him in it. The director, Fred Decker, he wrote the, basically the story to the house movie. So that might be why you like that so much. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Just no, the no. first one? Yeah, the first one. And he wrote it? He wrote it, yeah. Why did we not mention that when it was House? I know. I can't believe that oh, we didn't me. even mention it. But yeah, he wrote he wrote the story for the first House movie, which makes me fucking love him even more. Yeah. Um, Tom Atkins uh, apparently held this as one of his personal favourite movies he, he was ever in, uh, which was quite cool. Apparently, most of... Um, some of the scenes were shot in a, an old Woolworths department store, which was crazy. Ooh, Woolworths, no longer yeah, with us. Um, God rest his soul. <laughs> um, if you basically... Now, this is amazing. They didn't have a lot of money, obviously, to have loads of extras and extra actors and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, all the frats, all the frat boys, all the, the, the kind of like guys in the fraternity... All they they all the people that played them were pretty much the guys that did all the practical effects. They just basically turned around and said, "Well, why get extra actors? Why don't we just play them?" So literally, they all got in the makeup and did all the makeup themselves and stuff. And it's another it's another example of like fucking DIY. Well, that's what it. I mean. It's like it's like those back that back then. It was just like that's so, that's so cool. And uh, one of those guys was uh, none other than somebody you've met is Robert Kurtman. Um, he he is one Robert of the Kurtzman. Yeah. Ah, fucking hell! So he's the dude who like one of the dodgy all... tashes. He did all the makeup and special effects for um, Kevin Smith's um, yoga hoses, and he's done his body of work is phenomenal. Literally, he's done so much cool shit. And every time I watch another Tusk. movie, his name comes up, and it's just brilliant. He did Robert Kurtzman write Dust or Dawn? Is that right? If I remember that, he's one of the guys, yeah. One of the guys, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking incredible guy. So, another Matt's fact uh, obviously, uh, the tagline thrill me is in the movie five times. He says <laughs> he loves that thrill me all the time. And there's not a lot of facts about this movie. I, I trawled the internet, there's not a lot, there's not a lot, but the one interesting thing was the ending this movie now when they first presented it um the um kind of like the people that are distribute distributing it 
didn't like the ending. They were confused by it. You know, when the alien ship comes over the cemetery and shines its torch. <laughs> I, mean, and stuff. I was fucking confused by it, but yeah. But, um, well, maybe it was wrong. But that wasn't in the original VHS ending. The, um, apparently, they just end it kind of like before that happens. Um, so you just kind of like, you don't know what happens. So at the she end. probably, he probably kisses the girl and then that's it. That's it yeah. But there, there is an alternate, there's an alternate ending where where the the dog is still alive and the leeches come out of the dog and stuff because he's still around. But they never had this ending with the spaceship at the end, which I thought was crazy, but they, they managed to put that back in when they released the DVD and the Blu-ray and stuff, and stuff like that. Fucking awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got, really. But... <sighs> if you guys go out and buy a Blu-ray version of this movie they have an extra disc full of like talking heads with the cast That's, it's amazing the I watched everything you, I watched everything you've just got to like get on board and love mm. this movie the one thing I didn't mention and this is probably one of the biggest facts that I didn't know that um, Shane Black was one of the writers with him on this and he's the guy that's written loads of stuff he's obviously done uh, Iron Man Three. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's done he's done loads of good stuff. Loads of good stuff. Are you saying Iron Man Three was not a good movie? I liked Iron Man Three, but 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 you're gonna love this. Fred Decker and Shane Black wrote the Predator script. The original Predator. Nope, the new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't win them all. And let's not forget, Fred Decker did Robocop 3, but not to end on a low. I don't I don't think I've ever seen Robocop 3, so I can't really judge it. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> but forever in my heart, Fred Decker right. is a fucking legend. You forgot one he fact. Made Monster Squad. And it's like, remember, Lucky. these are, these are real fans of the real genre. And this was way back when, when studios and producers didn't get involved with what they wanted to do and what their visions were. So this was raw. This is what they wanted. This shit don't get fucking done these days, mate. You'll never see this sort of shit ever again. It just doesn't happen. It never will. It get there's too much control from the top. That's it. Out. We don't. I don't completely agree with that. I do. Because Book of Monsters got released. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. There are independent. There um, is. There but is they don't get pushed content. enough. No, they have to this work their the fucking ass off to do Which it. Which I respect but way more. the movie that... Okay, we're going to the movie that we'll be reviewing for next episode. There are examples now of independent movies getting more and more mm. pushed. And maybe we're too into it and we think that it's happening. But I think these movies are starting to get a push. And I think we're, the reason why we're doing this goddamn podcast so is that we can start promoting... These independent movies that are awesome. Oh, definitely. Okay. So you, right people can start to, like, like, like going to see them. Even if it's not, even if you don't listen to this podcast, like as soon as we release it, if you listen to it like five, five months, a year, two years, yeah, I don't whatever. care. Yeah. You listen to it, you go back, watch these goddamn movies, man, because they're mm. fucking brilliant. There's just history in 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 the in in the whole like genre of horror is like these movies are staples that you should have seen the descent yeah whatever anyway okay right so we've done your match facts fucking brilliant facts thanks love it 
There wasn't loads. So I trolled. I, I kind of literally trolled the internet. I yeah. did love the fact that he put all the cat. Like, That's fucking he, amazing. He, he just Genius. loves horror. Right. But that wasn't even when it was big. I think it was Toby Hooper who he went to college with. It might have been, yeah. Maybe he went to college with all these people. That's why he put them in there. Mm. Don't know. Anyway. Um, what I you don't think he went to college with George Romero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what are you rating this anyway? We haven't written it. Fucking hell, mate. How can you rate a beaut like this? But um, purely for the balls of steel of Fred Decker, I fucking have to give it a nine out of ten. Have to, because he's just—he was just way before his time. It's a cult classic. Tom Atkins is in it. The one-liners are fucking fantastic. The special effects are just fucking way ahead of its time. People didn't understand. They didn't get it. They should have pushed it right. They just didn't get it. And fucking hats off to Fred Decker, man. I am going to slightly... Yeah, I'm going to agree. Fuck it. <laughs> 9 out of 10. So I wanted to give it an 8. because, But we've talk, the way we've talked about it, it's not, it's not an 8 movie. It is a 9. It got morally fucked. And it, I just don't understand why. I just don't understand why I don't didn't know this movie. But yeah, fucking draw one last breath. Nine out of ten, bitches. Thrill me. So now it's my pick. Yeah, it is your pick. What you got for me? Well, this is going to be a, this is going to be episode Let tw- out. twenty. But it's a big one, mate. Oh, you're going hard. Yeah, do you think I'm going like Little Shop of Horrors hard? Oh God, no. No. I'm going fucking Return of the Living Dead hard. Fuck yes! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, find me for that, baby. So, yeah, fuck it. Return of the Living Dead. I'm up, I'm up there. Should we watch it on VHS? I've got the VHS, mate. Let's do it. Bang it on, let's do it. Alright, cool. So yeah, next next episode's pick will be Return of the Living Dead. It is indeed. So that... I'm all well happy with that. Brings us to the end of the episode. Mm, sad to say, it's yeah, been a fun one. Fucking fun one, man. It's been so cool. Had a fucking few drinks. It's been good. So it's been good. Got to look forward to next episode, which will be episode twenty, as we say. We I can't told believe you we're which, saying that. I haven't told you what movie we're going to be. Um, the main, the main, the main review, event. main event is going to be none of. Well, we've talked about it a lot <laughs> over the last. Banging on about yeah, it. We've been banging on it about it's it a be lot. Done. Um, we both got the Blu-ray through, so we're going to fucking take on one cut of the dead we're gonna have a look at it and uh dissect it and see what all the fuss is about <laughs> all right because we missed it at uh, fright fest and it's had it's gotten so many goddamn awards in the last four or five months so we're, we're watching this beauty and we're gonna do that as a main review because there ain't nothing else at the cinema i don't even know who care if there oh, was we got um, i want my blu-ray i'm gonna watch this bad beauty so our main review is gonna be one cut of the dead um are something to scream about we are favorite movies with special effects sections. Thanks, Matthew. <laughs> and I've just pulled out of the uh, my movie from the vault, which is going to be Return of the Living Dead. Oh, Fuck yeah, man. this is going to be exciting to talk about. I can't bloody wait. I'm literally peeing in my pants right now. And I guess that leaves only one more thing <laughs> to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last. 
Instagram at draw one last breath or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. Mm-hmm.